Hey, everybody. Happy to have you with us. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. This is The Chat. Glad to have you along today, and I am really delighted to have in studio with me today a longtime friend of mine, a man that uh, most of you already know to a degree anyway, but uh, if you've been around here any time at all, Larry Self is here. And Larry, of course, is the founder of the Cookville Rescue Mission and a longtime pastor down there. And uh, Larry, first of all, thanks for coming by. I appreciate hey, it so much. Hey, it's a privilege for me, I promise you. Appreciate it so much. You know, you, you're kind of, in fact, I was. we were just out in the outer area of the studio here and uh, we were uh, talking to a fellow, and he said, you're Mr. Mission, aren't you? <laughs> so that's your, that's kind of your, my, that, that, that's what people know you by. I, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was around there a while. So I guess. <laughs> you sure were. Yeah, yeah. What, my, what a lot of people might not know is while you were directing uh the the effort of the mission there was a church associated with that mission marsh chapel m-a-r-s-h that you also pastored that church right it just kind of come in one bundle we, yeah I, it was just our handy. package deal yeah it's a package <laughs> yep 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 and uh so so now and and at the church that you uh at the church there, at, now the, the church was primarily directed toward people who would come and stay at the rescue. Now, I mean, members of the public were obviously invited and and welcomed when they came, uh, but uh, but uh, but that was targeted toward the people. Uh, Absolutely, that's what. That a little bit. Yeah, that's what it was designed for. And I've told people we we had some very faithful people would come from the community, you know, yeah. for whatever reason they just. But I would I would tell them in a, in a nice way, we, you're welcome. Everybody's welcome, but we our target. Group is the people we serve, and see everything we did there to cook for rescue mission, including the church and chapel, wasn't under that umbrella. Yes, absolutely. So everything we did, yeah. And you pastored that church for the whole time you directed me, which was about forty years. Yeah, you know, actually forty-two years. Forty-two altogether. years. And, yeah, and uh, part of that was on Cedar Street, you know, and yeah, and the rest of it when we moved, we moved out where we where it's at now in eighty-one. Yeah, nineteen eighty-one. So. Larry, pastoring that uh, unique of a kind of a congregation, it's not like you would typically have somebody that would come in there and stay 20 or 30 years like a family would or whatever, but you're, 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 a lot of your folks were, were transient. I mean, they would, they, they, they would be in that church as long as and, – and by the way, uh, a part of the rescue mission is they were required to go to chapel. Absolutely. They were required to go yeah. to church. Yeah, that's so, part of And they would be a part of that church, at least there in attendance, as long as they're in the rescue mission. That, that created a little bit of a different kind of congregation, it, didn't it? It was, quite frankly, uh, in the run of a, a year – I will have been able to speak to a, a number of people. Oh, yeah. See, it was just, I stood in one spot and did uh, did a missionary work, and they would just come through, see. Yeah. But i tell you another thing, Dwight. Uh, when, when Betty and I quit pastoring, per se, and started the mission, working it full time, we thought, well, that's you know, the pastoring thing, getting to know people is over. But what it did, it, it expanded our, our, our connection oh, yeah. with people. As a matter of fact, we'd have we'd have a few folks would you know, wander around a lot. That was, I want that lifestyle myself, but sure. some did, and some of them were real nice people, you know. Yeah. And so they'd come back every now and then, and and we just we just had a, we expanded our church family. Quite yeah, frankly. that's what. You, yeah, absolutely. You had a whole new whole new method a method a whole new way to minister. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now some of my conservative brothers don't agree with this, but we would. Uh, we people would make professions of faith, and and we we would baptize them. Now, my conservative, some of my conservative brothers say, well, you shouldn't baptize people and turn them loose in the world. I said, I'd rather turn them loose in the world baptized than not. <laughs> <laughs> than not baptized. <laughs> and so, uh, 
That was a that was a great big thing. And you saw people come through all the time, and some and some would maybe come back the next year or whatever else. Yes, yeah, some we had a boy that he was. I forget what I had a nickname for him, but he come back, and, and we had a we we'd have a, a little Fourth of July cookout. Yeah, just down there below the chapel, and he was there on the Fourth of July twice. He said, "This is the first thing I've done consecutive <laughs> for two years." And I can't remember, remember. Jake the Snake, what I call yeah. it. Hey, I want to come back. I want to come back and talk more about Morris Chapel and your your. Uh, your your pastorate there for all those years, but first of all, we've got an event coming up pretty soon in this uh, community—a sunrise service on Easter Sunday morning at Hidden Hollow that you've been part of for a long time. Talk about that a little bit. When well, and where? Well, we're, we're having this uh, this uh, sunrise service. It was celebrating fifty year, yeah, fifty year of the Easter sunrise service, and very appropriate. It's going to be on Easter Sunday, you know, <laughs> the seventeenth this yeah. time. And I was looking back at just some of the old old programs I got from uh, Vince Taylor, and uh, you probably won't re- re- uh, remember all this, but you've been there. You was been been there for thirty two years. I have. Can you believe that? You sure? Thirty two. Thirty two. I've probably gone to half of them all together. Maybe I'm. But but, but you you was in my first one was to the for thirty two years ago. Thirty two years ago. No you, You've kidding. been there a lot. Yeah. And then I was mine was uh, like thirty five years. Wow. Yeah, 35 years. And best and I could. And this one coming up is the 50th. 50th. Of, it's the 50th year we've had a sunrise service yeah, in yeah, Hollow. Yeah, and because I, I haven't been involved in all of them. We start, I started pretty soon thereafter. Yeah. But it's, it's, pretty, it's an interesting thing, too. We've got, got a little history about it. And hopefully we'll be having uh, Arda's daughter and son-in-law. They, they plan on coming in for it. Now you're talking about Arda Lee. Arda Lee. Who was the constructor, the builder of Hidden Hollow. <laughs> And as also was instrumental in, in, and he's he's passed away now, but he's instrumental in in, in starting that service fifty years ago. Absolutely, yeah. they was he, he and uh, two other gentlemen really worked hard. As Jack, uh, Mister Jack Hackett uh-huh. and uh, Eldon Burgess. Yeah, he's kind of an icon around here. So uh, they worked real hard on that. And, yeah. yeah, and that was so. This is the. I mean, they're all special. It starts at six o'clock on uh, on 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 Sunday on Easter Easter Sunday. Yes, and uh, then uh, we have a nice service, speaker, some good music, testimonies, and uh, and a little breakfast after. Typically, um, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. We, we always <laughs> like to eat. Now. And it's going to be at the chapel there at, at Hidden Hollow. Ch- yeah, the little chapel on the hill there at Hidden yeah. Hollow. Mm-hmm. And of course, the public's invited to attend. Oh, by all means, absolutely. We've had we've had people that used to bring their kids, and then the kids has grown up, and yeah. they're coming back now. But you know, it's just it's been a been a yeah. great thing. So the first time I was there was thirty two years ago. Yeah, that's wow. I remember being there a lot of. I used to bring Larry, as you know. My mother came to those. My I, grandmother, yes. bring, and they would they would look forward to it. We bring them up there, and they just have a great time. And, and well, so, it's a special day. Some of them mornings was pretty cool too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had some of them on the outside then. Yeah, used to. That's where we had them all when, we, when I first started. But then they kind of moved them moved in. Moved into but, the chapel. You still see the sun coming up through the window. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, and, and this one's going to be the uh, this is going to be the fiftieth year. Yes, and thank thanks to Mr. Hackett, to Eldon Burgess, to Arthur Lee, and as you say, you joined that team not too long after it started. Not too, hadn't been too long. long yeah. I, reckon, but. I want to talk about that more a little bit later, but I also want to come back and talk about Marsh Chapel, the church associated with the Cooper Rescue Mission, how it got that name, the fellow it was named that. There's a great story behind well, that. Well, okay. How yeah. you named that church and that sort of thing. And, uh, and uh, Larry, appreciate you. 
you being with us today. Larry Shepard's my guest today. We're back with more with a chat in just a moment. We're back on the chat. Happy to have you along. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest today is my longtime friend, Larry Self, the founder, director for many, many years of the Cookville Rescue Mission. And as we've talked about a little bit already, Larry, while you were directing the rescue mission, there was a church. It's kind of like you said, it kind of came as a package deal. Yeah. There was a church which ended up being located next to the rescue mission called Marsh Chapel, M-A-R-S-H. And you pastored that church at, and, and served as director of the mission. There's a great story behind it being Marsh Chapel. Yes, yes. Tell us that story. Well, we uh, years ago, but we, we, I was pastoring a church, and uh, we, I felt led to start a, a rescue mission, you know. And uh, we had a little, from our church, we had a little church mission, not a rescue mission, church mission down at Double Springs. And uh, co-founder, Brother Uel Whitson, uh he he started bringing this gentleman down there for the service, and uh, his name was Bob Marsh. Marsh. His Marsh, name was Bob Marsh. M A R S H. And uh, he stood after the service and and spoke to our young people. Said, "Whatever you do, never fool with alcohol." Said, I, I, "It's run my life. I I lost everything." He was an architect. He lost his family and his you know, his wife and everybody in his car. And uh, but I seen him the next day on this cold, windy corner, corner broad in Cedar. And uh, I asked him. I said, uh, I said, Bob, are you still on the wagon? I mean, you know, water wagon. You know, are you still not not drinking? Yeah. Right. That's what it is. And he said, said I am so far. But so where I'm at, where I've been this morning, so it's been flowing like water. And I tell him myself. I told him in my most preachery voice, <laughs> Bob, your holy you, voice, Bob, you shouldn't go to places like that. Yeah. You know? And uh, and the Holy Spirit said, uh, "Well, what are you doing to give him any other place to go?" Wow! And the hunt, boy, brother, I'm telling you now. You remember what year that was there? That was in '75, 1975. Yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, we, uh, I, I was pastoring a church, but I was just you know doing my churchy things, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I I went to the old phone booth over and called Brother Earl Whitson. He was had learned, got to be a good friend. And told him what the Lord laid on my heart, you know. He said, "I've been thinking the same and that thing." Was the, that was the rescue mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we started looking around for a place to operate, and it was right there on the corner, Cedar and, and Broad. And uh, so we we stayed there for four or five years, I guess it was. And, and we left because we, we had to. <laughs> and that's a pretty good incentive to leave. Your clientele got a little rowdy, didn't it? <laughs> well, that, well, what it was, uh, uh, the, the family that owned the good to us, these were really good to us, and they had, uh, uh, I think some of the younger people got in, and they, they wanted to do something other with the property. Yeah. And said, so we got to go, and, and we had to go. Yeah. And, uh, so that's but we, that turned out to be a blessing. Oh, that was a – hey – I said, man, I, you know, I said, I can get shook out of a tree. Every yeah. night. I was right there, and boy, that's where I was going to stay. Yeah. And, and God uh, moves us out. He really did to the best place in the world right there on Interstate 40. Cause that's Which where is where it still is today. Yeah, that's where it's at today. But anyway, we when we we, we, we got a board of directors together and, and started doing some things. And we rented, see, that, that church, when we first moved down there, we, we rented the bottom part of that, the church. Yeah. There was a church still going on, and we had all of the rescue mission operation in the basement. And uh, and then finally it, it come to pass, we, and it came to pass, they were going to sell that building. The, and the they church said, building. Yeah, the whole, yeah, that property, two acres of property there. And uh, the gentleman, one of the movers and shakers, said, we'll give you the first 
first refusal. Oh, to thought, you, to, yeah. Yeah, to, oh, Lord, but I mean, but anyway, we uh, we bought that building, and uh, I tell people I never learned much in school about uh, interest and all that stuff, but I learned, I got a quick lesson there. That was back in, uh, I could say back in the early 80s, and interest rate was like 15 oh, yeah. to 16%. Oh, yeah, those were, yeah, I remember those days. We made a, we made a deal for uh, pay them folks, uh, give them $1,000 and take over a $64,000 note. And I thought, that ain't too bad, $1,000 a month. And got to looking, 700 of that's going to interest. <laughs> but to, to, to get to the point she was asking me about, first thing I did, I asked our board, I said, told them the story about Bob Marsh. And I said, I'd like to name this the church part, Marsh Chapel. So and, you named the church yes. after the man who God had used to speak to you to start the rescue mission. Absolutely. And Absolutely. his name was Bob Marsh. Bob Marsh, yeah. And the church is called Marsh Charter. Marsh Charter. Chapel. And Marsh. That's a, you know what that would be for me, Larry? That would be, and I'm sure it was for you, that was a constant reminder of you that what God had spoke to you all those years and, and back in 1975, every time you saw Marsh Chapel, you thought about Bob Marsh and you thought about God's directing you to start a rescue mission. Absolutely. We got wow. a, I guess it's still We had a picture of Bob in his, he was a soldier, you know, a veteran. Yeah. And we got a picture of him uh, right by the door. As, and I've told some of the fellas, uh, you know, Bob said when he found out what we were doing, he helped us. We, had to clean the building out, you know. And so he, had, paint, he, oh, and so he, he was had, involved in the church for a while. Well, 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 yeah, he was involved in actually the old Cedar Street mission. See, oh, okay. we had to, uh, we got that building. We had to, it had been sitting empty for fifteen years, and we we hauled all that trash out and painted the building. But we had a great time. See, we had us a coffee pot. We was uh, drinking coffee. Oh yeah. But he told me he said, "I'm so glad." He said, "I'm so glad." To see, y'all start this. So there's thousands of us out there. Is that he was, right? He was talking about alcoholics. And this was Bob who had the problem with alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Became a Christian, got off. And the Lord spoke to you after you said, now, Bob, you don't need to be doing that. Still. Well, God says to you, well, what are you doing to help help people like that? You've got this problem. And, you know, kind of funny thing now, it wasn't too funny at the time. We, uh, uh, I was pastoring this church, and uh, and then we started the mission kind. And, uh, and I got a call uh, called uh, Deacon's Meeting. Now, I've learned down through the years, I've pastored a little more in other churches, but when you get a called meeting for the deacon board it's usually not to give you a raise <laughs> <laughs> they're not there to tell you how good of a job you're doing no, right? you, more vacation time and was, <laughs> oh boy i love him to death great guy yeah he said uh they was some of us kind of we call in country him horn around and finally he said well larry if you're going to pastor our church going to run a rescue mission <laughs> i said Brother James, won't you speak plain? <laughs> How are you really feeling? Yeah. This was at the church you were before yeah, you, yeah. you started rescue yeah. mission, yeah. and God and God uh, led you to to focus on the rescue mission. I, I did. I told him, I said, "Give me a couple of weeks to to pray about it and all," and I did. And, and but I felt so strong. That's what God wanted. And but we, I still have, I have a good relationship with the church. Matter of fact, I'm going to preach over there. Easter Sunday, after a couple of times, the pastor. After the, after the sunrise service at Hidden Hollow, yeah. mm-hmm. you're going to go over to that church you were pastoring then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, is there, and what church is that? It's Cooper Baptist Temple. Cooper Baptist Temple. You Temples. know Brother Clarence. Oh, Cooper. yeah, Clarence, I helped, Brother Clarence. I helped ordain Brother Clarence. No kidding. Yeah. So you'll be preaching at Cooper Baptist Temple on Easter Sunday morning after the after the sunrise service. And then Sunday evening as well. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about that sunrise service 
and more about your role as pastor at Marsh Chapel. Yeah. What uh-huh. a great story that was. And, <laughs> and I didn't know until just you and I were talking a couple of days ago how that church got its name That's really and it. what a great story that is. Yeah. Larry Self is my guest today. We're so happy you're with us. Stay with us. The chat continues in just a moment. We're back on the chat. Glad you're with us. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest today is my longtime friend, Larry Self. Uh, Larry, we, let's talk a, a little bit more in case folks missed it at the top of the program about this very special sunrise service, 6 o'clock Easter morning at Hidden Hollow. It's been going on for several years in our community. In fact, this one is extremely special because it's the 50th Sunrise service number 50. And I know you want to invite everybody to attend. Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, I'm going to suggest, I, I think Vince will do it, uh, print up some uh, souvenir programs yeah. for the 50th anniversary because people want to take them and, 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 and keep them. It's, like I said, I hadn't been involved all along, but that's quite a milestone for anything. Oh, it really is. And, uh, and it's just good, it's good laid back time and, and uh, the the big cross is you know you can see it from the interstate. Yeah, hidden hollow. Yeah, hidden hollow. And so, uh, I tell people all the time, I wouldn't want to go uh, up there every Sunday at six in the morning. But, <laughs> well, I make her once a year. <laughs> yeah. But but now Mr. Arda Lee, of course, he was a mover and shaker. He lived there. I mean, that, he was hidden. Yeah, hollow. he was the founder and the con- actually actually built a lot of hidden hollow with his own hands. Oh, he did. He yeah. Well, he. He, and he had animals, you know. And oh yeah, it's like having a, a farm. And, yeah, and uh, he would, but he would get. To, he'd give you a call if he had a part on the program. You probably got a call from him. He'd call you at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and say, "Hey, <laughs> hidden hollow, wake up call." Yeah, and, and the last he last time, next last time he did that, he called me, and then about. Five minutes later, he called me again. I said, "Are oh, you just called me five minutes ago?" <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make sure you're up. Yeah, he was a dude, boy. Yeah, and he, he was very supportive of that of that uh, sunrise service for a lot of years. Oh, he was. He was really into that. At one time, he had us going on though the Saturday night before, and uh, take a, a lighted torch to walk. Up. I don't know what the significance of that yeah. was, but we went up there, a lighted torch, and walk up to the chapel from the snack bar. Wow. Across the mountain. And then, of course, when you get up there at the chapel at Hidden Hollow, 6 o'clock, there's always a good stirring sermon. There's always good music, good testimony. Lasts about an hour, typically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this year, we've got a, a, a brother, Mark Gall, from Washington Avenue, who's going to speak for us. He's going he's to he's bring the message he's this gonna year. He's going to bring the message. Mark Gall. Brother Gary Ferris, he's been leading the singing for some time. Great. And then uh, Jaw for Praises. They uh uh they've been doing that for I believe for I believe I looked up I believe about uh seventeen years. Yeah. You, they come up and they bring their equipment, you know, and do all that. And that's a big thing. Just oh, yeah. not, don't have to worry about that. So uh, and then uh, Vince Taylor, Vince and Amanda, boy, they're great people. I and did, now they own Hidden Hollow now. They own Hidden Hollow. Uh very when, supportive. When they when they bought that, you know, I didn't know Vince Taylor from from Adam and uh I was sweating bullets. I thought, I don't know about this thing. Yeah. And I happened to run up on him. It was over at a, at a Rotary Club. You yeah. Know, I think he was he was a catering or something. Like and he he come up and spoke to me about it. I said, oh, absolutely. I'll keep it up. Yeah. And yeah, man. Yes, Because you didn't know after Arta passed if it would be able to continue or not. I didn't. But, Vin, but Vinny, as we call him, said, hey, we, we want to continue doing that for sure. Yeah. And as the new owner. And he's been so supportive. He had. I'm telling you what he would do. And his wife. Oh, you know, first first year was going to have sunrise service i went up to see it see uh 
uh, Jimmy, uh, not, ben, not Benny, and yeah. uh, and uh, he was out looking like he was sowing seed, but what he was doing, he was hiding Easter eggs for the egg. <laughs> and Amanda, and, and I told her, I was wanting to pick up some programs, something or other. She said, well, I got up here a while ago and swept it out real good. You go up there and take a look, see what you think. I said, heaven help me. This, yeah. I mean, I knew they, I mean, they paid a hunk of change for that now. Yeah. And here this woman had been up there and sweeping that out. Yeah, getting I, it ready. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought, boy, my, my adoration for them went up several yeah. nights. But they have been very supportive of them. So it's the sunrise service, Easter Sunday morning, 6 o'clock, head in the hollow, public invited to attend this very special 50th service. And uh, I look forward to being there again. And mm-hmm. uh, just really uh, I enjoy it year after year. And as I said earlier, used to bring my mama and my grandmother to that. Both of them were with the Lord in there, but we always look forward to it. And thank you, Larry, for your leadership in it through all these years. We appreciate it so much. God bless you. Good to be and with you, brother. Appreciate I want to come back to, to Marsh Chapel a little bit. Okay. This church that you pastored while you were director of the Cookville Rescue Mission. And you probably had, as we talked about before a little bit, uh, you did have a unique congregation because it wasn't a group of families that would come and be with you for two years or five years or ten. Right. Basically, your congregation was the people who were at the rescue mission, right, absolutely. which means it was a whole different kind of ministry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was a, yeah and you must have some really great memories of standing in, in, in the pulpit and ministering to that group. And, and you would have, as you pointed out before, some some may be at the mission for two or three weeks and some may for maybe longer than that, but, but then the congregation would, would change and, and come uh-huh. and come and go it, it was a unique thing really it was because like i told you a while ago we i'd set to we'd sat down on the side of the road and our our mission our mission groups would pass through and yeah it's a, it's a great ministry i love it i really yeah nobody made me do it but for years I'd, i was down there every day every morning i mean yeah. sunday morning and all i just go down and i don't go down and have coffee with the guys you know yeah and, and just I don't know, just uh, that's where I my heart was. And, and I know, and you said you and you referenced this a little while ago. You came to this community to pastor a church, and that's why you came. To, and that's the church, Cooper Baptist Temple, where you're preaching Easter Sunday morning later on, about ten or eleven o'clock, I guess, after our sunrise service. Yeah. yeah. But 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 when the Lord put it on your heart through your your conversation with Bob Barsh, and you ultimately named Marsh Chapel after yeah. him. Uh, you began to take that step. That had to be, I mean, that that's a pretty big step. It was. It really was. It surely was. It was a big, and matter of fact, uh, we we just had, had just, you know, like I say, made my mind up I was going to go to the mission and, and resign the church. And uh, there's a lady gave us a big old heavy couch, and we was carrying 23 steps straight up there, you know, to old Cedar Street Mission. And we was carrying that old uh, couch up that stair, and it was heavy. And I believe the devil got on one end. <laughs> he sat on it. Seemed like something said to me. He said, "Well, look like he quit preaching, went to use furniture bed." <laughs> and it's just an insult. Insult. Honestly, you, you get stuff like that. Um, anyway, we went ahead and got her. And that her. was when that was when the uh, rescue mission was over on Cedar Street Cedar upstairs before yes, sir. Yeah, current we, location. We was there for about five, four or five years, I guess. We've got about a minute left, but Larry, as you as you look back on the forty years or so now. And you see what that rescue mission has become, and how many people you served, and how many lives have been changed. You 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 got to think, man. What if I hadn't listened to God, and what if I'd stayed pastor in the church? I mean, aren't aren't you? Isn't it great just to be obedient? Now that is. Every now and then I get it right, you know. Honestly, <laughs> but that was one time. You know, it's obedience, and and you, you still that's that's the key thing. And in God and in God's work is being obedient with what He leads you to do. Yeah. 
every once in a while there, you'd invite me to come preach down there, and I always enjoyed that. I really did. Yeah, it's it. By and large, our, our congregation was very, real. Uh, yeah, you know, it was always cordial. a joy to minister to them. Yeah, yeah. And I so appreciate your being with me today. It's good to see you again. Good to have you on the chat, and uh, and I will see you uh, six o'clock. Easter morning. Yeah, and hopefully you see me. All righty. Thank you so much, Larry Self. Thank you for joining us. Join us next time for the chat.